Welcome to the Man of War podcast, where we forge men into warriors and get them battle ready for the game of life. Learn warrior hacks that strengthen your mindset, self-confidence, courage, and personal protection skills. Unlock a life that embodies a warrior spirit for dynamic success in life and in business. If you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning in to the one and only podcast that empowers you to achieve greatness by living the warrior lifestyle. Each show, we interview elite men from around the globe and delve deep into their mindset and daily rituals, uncovering their secrets to success. I'm Rafa Conde, founder and creator of the Man of War Movement. Join me on this life-altering journey where we recharge your mind, body, and spirit. So for this show, what we're going to do is we're going to lean our chair back and kick our feet up on the table, and we're going to break it down into a casual conversation. I'm going to start off by giving you my biography, where I've been and what I've done, so you guys get to know me better. And then from there, we're going to delve deep into exactly what this podcast is all about. All right, guys, let's kick it off. So let me take you back to the beginning. I was born in Miami, but for most of my childhood years, I lived in Spain. My father was studying medicine, and like many others at that time, it was a popular thing to do. The cost of medical school was nearly half of what it would cost in the United States. My parents were Cuban immigrants, and my father's dream was to be a physician. But most importantly, he wanted to provide for his family. If ever there was a man that dedicated his heart and soul to his family, I would have to say, without a doubt, my father would be that shining example. When I was five years old, my parents took me to a judo school. I still have glimpses of me entering the dojo and seeing young kids in crispy white uniforms throwing each other with tremendous focus. What grabbed me at that time was by far and away the discipline and respect that the dojo carried. I mean, these students would bow sharply to each other, turn around, bow sharply to the instructor, and they all had a tremendous sense of respect and honor that I had never seen before. I was completely blown away by the whole experience. I immediately started training. This would be my first steps in walking the warrior's path. Not too long after I started training, my father took me to see my first martial arts movie, which was Fist of Fury with Bruce Lee. I was so intrigued with this movie. Bruce portrayed a man with tremendous honor, integrity, and discipline, but when he was pushed to the brink, he turned into one badass motherfucker. He was a damn lion. Man, I was totally in. That's the man I wanted to be. The man with confidence, the man with courage, the man that could turn on the afterburners when he needed to and handle business like a boss. So a huge turning point in my life happened a few years later. Every morning, I would go to the bakery downstairs from our apartment to pick up fresh bread for my family. I was about 9 to 10 years old at the time. As I was leaving the bakery with a loaf in my arms, two gypsy kids approached me and put a knife to my throat. One of them ripped the bread from my arms and the other pressed hard against my throat with that knife. I went completely numb and I froze. Even now, I still remember the fear I had inside. A few seconds later, they took off running. After calming down and centering myself, I quickly realized that my frustration wasn't the robbery itself. It was a fact that I froze and did not act. While not acting was the smartest thing to do at that time, I mean, hell, you know, we're talking about a loaf of bread here. 
I wanted to be in total control of my actions, and I was not. If they would have slit my throat, I would have still been frozen. From that moment on in my life, things changed. I would make it my mission to never let that happen again. I became fascinated with living the warrior's way and studied the ways of the samurai and the Knights Templar. That was a starting point of my fascination with reading and learning. I purchased every book and magazine about the martial arts that I could get my hands on. I absorbed book after book after book. Fast forward a few years. My quest to become a warrior, a martial artist, took me down different roads, including receiving black belts in Judo, Kung Fu, Aikido, Syriat knife fighting. And I also extensively studied Jiu Jitsu, Kali, Shuto wrestling, Piper knife fighting. Look, the bottom line is I traveled all over the world learning from high-level instructors and masters. I was completely absorbed. During my study of the warrior mindset, I became very, very interested in the Eastern philosophy and Zen. So I delved deep into Zen and started studying under one of the first American Zen monks who trained in Japan. That experience opened up a whole new way of looking at life. As a young man, I wanted to make a good living, so I entered the world of Wall Street. I managed millions of dollars for clients all over the world, and at a very young age, I was making more than most doctors and lawyers in this country. With that said, there was an empty feeling inside of me. I wanted to do more. After almost a decade on Wall Street, something inside of me began to pull me away from the industry. It was a rough, rough spot in my life. I had just gone through a divorce and had two kids that I knew needed me just as much as I needed them. So I figured I would just hang in there and do the right thing and give my children stability. So I decided to stay on Wall Street for a while. During the final years on Wall Street, I started nibbling and dabbling as a security contractor. The movie Bodyguard at that time had come out and it had motivated me to no ends. So I stepped up and gave it a shot. After a few local gigs, I had a break. A few nice contracts popped up, specifically in South and Central America, for some dignitary and also some PSD work. I worked there protecting two high-level American CEOs and some other VIPs. I learned so much in the few years that I was out there, but security work required a tremendous amount of traveling and really was not very stable at the time. During that time, I met my beautiful wife, who since then has given me two awesome kids. My children are my world. I met her as a stockbroker, but boy, was she in for a ride. Not long after, we got married, and I decided it was time to start a new chapter in my life. So, I had so much more to give, I felt. I had always been interested in becoming a police officer, so I left Wall Street behind and focused solely on becoming a cop. I was hired by an agency patrolling the most violent city in the state. This turned out to be one of the best things that I had ever done in my career. I learned so much and saw so much that to this day that experience has been totally invaluable. Financially, it was nearly destructive. I went from making deep six figures to $40,000 a year as a cop. I tell you, if it was not for my private students, I don't think we would have made it. My wife was so strong through this, especially the fact that our son was born a few days 
right after I started at the police academy. She was nervous, scared, but remained calm throughout. Talk about a life-changing event, life-changing in every way, shape, or form. She was so strong through it all. She supported me across the board and especially through those long, long nights. Sometimes it would be hours and hours before I made a phone call home. I knew, though, that what I was doing was for a bigger purpose, a bigger and better purpose. I also knew that only a few had the balls to do what I was doing, especially in a city with that type of violence. After making a name for myself on the street, I was reassigned to the street team. Not too long after that, I was reassigned to the Vice Narcotics Unit as an undercover agent, and then I was tasked out to the uh, Multi-Agency Task Force and on to the DEA. Basically, most of my career I've worked as an undercover narcotics agent. Throughout that same time, I tried out for the SWAT team and made it. Boy, that was one of the most difficult challenges of my life. Now, I was going places, I was moving in the right direction. However, I wanted to continue my growth. So I started teaching in the police academy as a defensive tactics instructor and a firearms instructor, where I continue to teach today. Look, I've been awarded numerous citations and commendations. I've had hundreds of hours of specialized training. I've served hundreds of search warrants. I've seen the horrors of the street. I have been in gunfights. I have fought for my life. I've had brain splatter on my hands. I've had to tell parents that their child was killed. I have brought people back from the dead. I could go on and on and on. Through it all, though, I maintained a warrior mindset. And the most important thing that I ever did was to make sure that myself and my brothers got home safely and alive to our families. Now, throughout the course of my career, I've traveled throughout the United States and Latin America teaching close quarter combats and firearms to the military, law enforcement, security details, and warrior-minded individuals. After years of traveling in 2011, I finally opened the Conde Combat Arts Training Center in Boca Raton. That is my baby. It's my home away from home. In 2015, I created Warrior Breed, a company that focuses on transforming men into warriors, which led us to the creation of what you are listening to today. For over two decades, I have trained thousands of warrior-minded men from all walks of life, including soldiers, police officers, and high-level entrepreneurs. They have taught me so much about life and have made me a better instructor, a better coach and mentor, no doubt about it. About eight years ago, I started observing a trend that disturbed me. Men were walking through my doors scared as hell. They were fearful of violence against their families and were not confident in their abilities to really protect them, really protect them when the shit hit the fan. Many emails that I received from men were stories about incidents that had happened to them while being out with their families. Now, not all incidents were catastrophic, but most of them were affected deeply by something that had happened, something that they felt uncomfortable, something that they thought, hey, I can't handle this. I need training. 
As I coached these men through a program that I had created at that time, specifically focused on self-protection for families, they began to ask me for more training, training on how to develop courage, confidence, and self-discipline. They really wanted to feel confident and secure in every aspect of their lives. The more thought I put into this program, the more I started to realize that these men wanted to become tier one men, better known to me as warriors. They wanted the skills, the mindset, and fighting spirit to be able to protect their families. The confidence to walk with their heads up, whether it was going into a violent confrontation or into a boardroom. They wanted the courage to make the right decisions when it was not the easiest and to take on whatever life threw at them at any time. They wanted their resilience and fortitude to bounce back no matter how deep in shit they were. And of course, they wanted the so important balanced life so they could be 100% present for their families. In essence, they wanted to live a life which embodied the warrior spirit. In 2011, I opened the doors to my martial arts training center. At that same time, as a separate private program, I created the Warrior Development Initiative. Between my law enforcement career, teaching at the police academy, traveling, conducting seminars throughout the world, and running a martial arts training center, I had my hands full, and I could not truly focus on bringing this Warrior Initiative into the public yet. So my goal was to bring it out right around 2013. Unfortunately, at that time, I was assigned to a narcotics task force and I was working in an undercover capacity. I was working in a major operation, which took essentially all of my time. However, I still pushed through and continued to mentor, coach, and research. I never left sight of this project. My vision was to create modern-day warriors through a forging process that blended key components of Bushido, the Code of the Samurai, and the virtues of the Knights, the Knights Templar, as applied to modern day life. Finally, in 2016, after years in development, I finalized the framework that would be conducive to today's world and Warrior Breed was born. Over the last year, I've had dozens of men go through the Warrior Breed program. The word transformational continues to be the most used feedback that I have received. Over the last few months, graduates from my program continued to ask me to start a podcast. While I was familiar with podcasts, I never really envisioned myself as a podcast host. I knew I had so much to talk about and so much to share, but as a podcast host, well, I decided to listen to numerous podcasts that were focused on topics that were of interest to me, and of course, try to find some that were about subjects that I knew about. You could easily tell out there who had their shit together and who did not. Listen, I've always set a very high standard for myself and I will never settle for anything less. So I knew I was going into this big time. If I was going to go in, I was going to go in 100% deep and hard. But it would take a lot of planning in order to give my listeners useful and relevant information. What I quickly realized was that many podcasters, as good as they were, wanted to wear many different hats and strayed away from their subject matter. The bottom line is I did not want that. I wanted to focus and hyper-focus on getting men battle-ready for the game of life and forging them into modern-day warriors.
So here we are today. My goal in creating this podcast is to motivate and inspire warrior-minded men that want to balance their lives through strengthening their mindset, courage, self-confidence, self-discipline, and self-protection skills. It is for men that want to be secure in their kingdom and want to separate themselves from the average man. In other words, it is for men that want to become warriors in life. The mission is simple. It is to bring you interviews with successful and elite men from all over the world that walk the warrior's path. Every show, I will delve deep into what makes them tick, what motivates them, what code they live by, and we will listen to their triumphs and tribulations and extract lessons that we could learn from, that we could use and implement into our lives. Most importantly, we will double down and unlock their secrets, finding out what micro actions, better known to us here as warrior hacks, they use daily to keep them operating at such a high level. Listen, my hope is that each and every listener will absorb useful information and more importantly, act on it and implement it. We are here to develop a structure, a path, and more importantly, a framework that can help you achieve a life that embodies the warrior spirit. Gentlemen, thank you for spending time with us. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so you can continue receiving your weekly motivation and framework to living the warrior lifestyle. If you enjoy this podcast and you know other warrior-minded men that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. This is the way we grow this brotherhood of select men. You can also join our private Facebook group. Look for Man of War Movement. Last but not least, if you would like to take your warrior development to the next level, become a member of Warrior Breed where we offer a complete structured online training program at warriorbreed.co. And finally, don't forget to follow us on facebook.com at Man of War Movement. Look forward to having each and every one of you back on our next podcast. Until next time, remember, your journey may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your next battle may be your greatest victory. Stay safe.